The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you. Jesus said to Nicodemus, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. For God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but so that through him the world might be saved. No one who believes in him will be condemned. But whoever refuses to believe is condemned already, because he has refused to believe in the name of God's only Son. On these grounds is sentence pronounced, that though the light has come into the world, men have shown they prefer darkness to the light, because their deeds were evil. And indeed, everybody who does wrong hates the light and avoids it, for fear his actions should be exposed. But the man who lives by the truth comes out into the light, so that it may be plainly seen that what he does is done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I love these readings that we have over the season of Easter. By the way, Shona, you have a beautiful voice for reading. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, this is a side note, but um, my anniversary will be coming up uh, in a couple of months. And if I can organise it, I'd love for Shona to read at the anniversary. It'll just be in the Star of the Sea. Is it likely that you could get out there? Well, if they let me out, I tried to get out to go shopping. <laughs> okay, okay. And they yeah. let me because we'll, I'm a fool's risk. If somebody comes to get me, then I can go. We'll all pray most earnestly. Oh, no, you've got a lovely, very, very easy to listen to. Um, proclaiming is not an easy thing. You know, it's different from reading, and you know that. Mm. But I always think when you're reading, you're reading, sure. But when you're proclaiming, you're sort of painting in a person's mind. And that's... Painting a word picture. Yeah, mm. yeah. And so it, it matters the kind of colours that your voice uses to get that vivid image in their mind and in their spirit. And you do that really very beautifully. So thank you. Anyway, over the season of Easter, we're going to be hearing of the Book of Acts. And I love it because it's so, it's so, what's the word? It's polemical, I think, the way the disciples are fearful and yet they're out right in the vulnerable, open preaching. And it says that the people are gravitating to this message. Like they've never heard anything like this. Uh, we heard about the Sadducees. There's a bit of a joke. Um, there were different schools of Jewish, uh, different schools of Judaism. The two prominent ones were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And at times we hear them arguing with each other, not even just with the Christians, but amongst themselves. Uh, the Pharisees believed in the resurrection. The Sadducees did not. And they say, that's why they're sad, you see. <laughs> sad, you see? Sad, you see? Ridiculous joke. Anyway, um, the Christians are preaching to all of these people. And they're saying, yes, the resurrection is legitimate. And in fact, our Lord Jesus has risen. We've met him bodily. We've seen him eat amongst us. He ate the meal we were cooking. Uh, he himself was cooking a meal and we shared it with him. We put, his, we put our hands in the holes of his passion. Um, we know what we've seen and we're here to tell you. And the thing is, people were gathering from everywhere, Jew, Gentile, Roman, whatever. They wanted to hear this message because as we hear there, they had the message of life, life eternal, life unending, life of joy and peace. And this is a message that I think every human heart cries out for, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you get to choose between peace and unpeace, 
naturally, we're going to lean to the one that consoles and refreshes and revives. Well, that's the message we've inherited. I wonder, though, you know, we've come to a strange point in history where this, this reading and, and John in general, he talks about this interplay between dark and light. And he says, at times people can prefer the dark to the light because the light is jarring. The light, there's no hiding in the light, you know. Um, if you're in the light, then everything's exposed. And that can make us feel very anxious, uh, especially if we are anxious about how we measure up to our own expectations, to the expectations of those around us, even to the expectation of God. But see, John makes it very clear here. He says, The Father sent the Son, who is the light of the world, sent him into the world not to condemn it. Jesus doesn't come to make us anxious. Jesus doesn't come to wag his finger at us. He comes because he's the light of God's love. And in that light, we are clothed, we are bathed, we are set aflame, we are safe. We actually can hide in that light. And we're called to. We're called to do it right now as we come to the, to the banquet, to the eternal feast. It's, it's in a very humble form today, but this is the same feast that's happening in heaven with all the saints. And we're there with them. I was tempted to ask you um, if you had the opportunity to speak as these people did. You know, they burst into the public and they proclaimed this message. What is it that our world needs to hear? And especially our young people, because I, th I think if they had the opportunity and if they had the, I don't know, epiphany to ask yourselves in your wisdom, you know, the journey of faith that you've walked, um, what is it that you'd say to them? What would you tell our young people if you had the opportunity? That's a genuine question, by the way. <laughs> What do you reckon, Dennis? You got some wisdom for us? <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well, think about it, and maybe we'll just take a moment in our minds and we'll pray. We'll pray that if not from our lips, then from someone's lips, they'll hear that message that they need to hear because it's the word of life and it comes for the sake of all our lives.